Hello, everyone, and welcome to Play by Play. It's the Jamie Yarrow podcast. It's the podcast that you rely on for your daily dose of everything from business to wellness to parenting to sports. You get it all here, and we don't just talk about it. We give you the play by play. We give you the nuggets. We give you the how to. We give you the playbook, if you will. Today, we have a special guest on the show, and he has a unique perspective on what it means to be happy and some tips on how to achieve genuine happiness. Now, be sure to check out all of our other full episodes and our two-minute drills. And if you love what you hear, there is nothing more that we would like than if you subscribed and shared our podcast. You can find us on your favorite podcast player. All you have to do is search for the letters PXP and then look for the podcast Play-by-Play with Jamie Yarrow. Now, let's get ready for today's Play-by-Play. I'm your host, Jamie Yarrow, and kickoff is counting down. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you may be listening, we are live from the Clawfus. It is episode number 52. Now today I want to welcome a guy that I would consider a multi-potentialite. Following his early days in the fire service, where he first discovered that he was gifted at leadership, he checked off the box that many only dream of by becoming a flight nurse on a medevac helicopter. Our paths first crossed a number of years ago when we were both working for the same helicopter EMS company where we were tasked with educating some of the finest nurses and paramedics in the world. While he's currently an ER nurse serving on the front lines in Clearwater, Florida, he's also the founder and the CEO of Phoenix Coaching and Consulting Group where he helps businesses and entrepreneurs solve their everyday problems and achieve goals that they only dreamed of. He's earned his MBA, a bachelor's in management, and recently completed his bachelor's of nursing in just four months. A certified member of the John Maxwell team, he has spent time with some of the people that we know as authors and respected speakers. He is a husband, a father, a great friend, and the guy who taught me how to order from Starbucks. Please help me in welcoming, on the phone today, Mr. Craig Bryan. So Craig, uh, thank you for joining us today on play by play uh it's been a been a hot minute since you and i chatted so why don't you catch us up to what you got going on right now what do you what's going on in craig's life jamie it's a real honor to be a guest on your on your play by play i i've listened to your episodes i've known you a long time and uh jamie more people need to listen to your podcast and your episodes my friend because oh, i appreciate it, it yeah it's just you've got great stuff that you're putting out there and uh, it's just it's a real pleasure uh, to be on your show and what am I up to these days? Well, I'm I'm uh, I'm quarantining. I'm isolated in place. You know, <laughs> I'm uh, working in an emergency room down down in Clearwater, Florida. One of the things that I do is I'm an emergency room nurse. And, you know, we've been uh, trying to take care of the community and plan and take care of our staff, take care of our people. And you know, Jamie's like it's 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 a really bizarre time right now. It's a really bizarre time. There's a lot of uh, stress and danger and uncertainty. There's a lot of uncertainty. And Jamie, there's a lot of unhappiness. There's a lot of very unhappy people right now, and uh, you know I, I think they're they're searching for something. And I thought it would be incredible if you and I got together and uh, shared some of our ideas on uh, things we've done in life to find our happiness, hold on to our happiness, be happier. I'm pretty. What about you? I'm pretty happy, Jamie. Are you pretty happy? Absolutely, man. Uh, I'm doing. This is this is living the dream for me right here. 
you know, and I think you've got a lot of great ideas that people, it's not just talking, like it's just, it's just sharing some insight. You're, you're yeah. a thinker. I mean, you're, you're a thinker. You've got great ideas and, uh, and, and they need to get out there. So I, I'm yeah. excited for you. I'm happy for you. Your program makes me happy that you're doing this. I, you've talked about <laughs> this a long time and you hit a point where you stopped talking and you started doing it. You know, the, uh, the, you mentioned happiness and that's, you know, kind of where we're going to go today. And, and you and I talked offline about this a little bit, but. Um, I, I love your take. You have an, a unique um, uh, kind of take on uh, or perspective on what happiness really means and maybe what um, a lot of the folks that are listening, uh, I know it, it kind of opened my eyes a little bit, but what happiness means and, and, and how that might uh, be misperceived perhaps, maybe that's not the right word, but what people think happiness is versus what potentially maybe it, real, it really is, if, if you want to kind of elaborate on on your take on that well i do and i think you know i i think that's what we all want in life right like the pursuit of happiness yeah over here you know in the u.s i mean that's it's 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 constitutional part of who we are as a nation like that, that pursuit to be able to do that and oddly enough the idea came to mind so this idea came to my mind one day i was talking to my oldest son tanner about what he wants from his life and you know to this time tanner's 24 and I realize he's in a place where the decisions that he makes over the next five to 10 years are going to set the course for a lot of how his life turns out. So I asked him one day, it's like, Tanner, what do you want from your life? So we thought for just, just a moment, it was, it was a patch, just a really split moment. And he says, well, I don't know. I, I just want to be happy, Dad. <laughs> and you know, Jamie, that's when I realized that I've got a giant problem on my hands because what he wants isn't a happy life. What he wants is an easy life. He okay. wants a life without worries or any stressors, and he wants just enough money to pay his bills. And he never wants to struggle financially or have any conflict or interests. But I realized that fact number one in life is that uh, happiness isn't something that can be pursued. It's just something that's experienced through the pursuit and the achievement of meaningful, significant goals in our lives. I love that. Um, you I, know? I think you, no, I think you're spot on because, um, you know, I've told folks before that, you know, they'll, they'll say, if I get to, if I reach this goal, I'll be happy. If I, you know, when I graduate college, I'll be happy. When I get this job, I'll be happy. When I master XYZ, I'll be happy. And my response to them is, if you're not happy now, if you're not happy on the journey, right. you're not going to be happy when you get there because that finish line, I mean, I, I can tell you in my own life, you know, how many times has the finish line moved for me? Like it's yes. constantly moving. You know, I, I don't know what, I don't even know what the finish line is. And so if I'm, if I'm banking, if I'm putting all the chips on the table to when I get to that point in my life, then I'll be happy. I'm not going to get there. I got to find fulfillment and I got to find joy along the way because there is, the finish line is is a misnomer. There is no finish line. Right? Like, didn't, didn't Disney do the world an incredible disservice when they created Happily Ever After? Like, I got to take, I'm happy beyond words. Yeah. Like, I am so satisfied and happy with my life. Here's the thing. My world's not perfect. It's been full of lots of challenges and disappointments. And far more failures than there's been successes. But, you know, the challenges and the disappointments and the failures exponentially magnified my happiness. 
my happiness grew because of them, not in spite of them. Sure, sure. And I think many people confuse happiness with easiness. And I promise you, things in life you come by easily will rarely contribute to your long-term contentment, fulfillment. And I think you'd agree with me, Jamie, like the biggest challenges that you've overcome, the biggest goals, the biggest dreams that you've chased and achieved have brought you more happiness in your life than getting a free cheeseburger from McDonald's or a free cup of coffee from Starbucks, which may be great for the day. And they might make your day. But, you know, isn't it the joy of raising a family, buying that first home, getting a college degree, running your first marathon? Aren't these things that really transform who you are? How much do you think that the speed of technology and the lack of, you know, because nobody, we patience is a thing of the past anymore. Right. I mean, you, you used to want to hear a certain song and you had to wait till it came on the radio, you know, or and, and maybe call the DJ and be able to request it. Now, in two seconds, you can pull it up on your phone. Things are so much easier or quicker or instantaneous that I wonder if that's part of why we, you know, do we mistake that for making us happy? Like, I don't know. I wonder if that if there's some correlation to that. Maybe but another podcast. I think that's incredible insight. I think that's great insight. Listen, we both grew up about the same time. Like, mm-hmm. Do you ever remember having coming home in the evening and your mom making one of those TV dinners that you had to heat up in the oven? So I'm telling you, you come home from soccer practice, you're hungry. Mom's got to heat up the stove and 30 minutes later, your meal's ready. Yeah. And how do we live these days? You come home. Listen, Jimmy, I am chomping at the bit if my food's not cooked in 30 seconds. Sure. Yeah. I don't even know if we had a microwave growing up. Right. Yeah. Right. It's all those, it's all those things, you know, and I think that part is so challenging and I don't know what that's going to, I don't know what the long-term effect of that is for the generations that are growing up now, the instantaneous availability of everything and you don't have to wait for anything. And so uh, I think that that has, I think there's no doubt that that plays uh, some degree into people's genuine happiness because like you said earlier happiness isn't something that comes today like it's not you know the things that come easy today that's not what generates genuine happiness and so for folks that have never really had to experience patience or had to wait for something or had to work for for a long time to achieve something it happiness may be a difficult thing for them to even wrap their head around true happiness And I think you're absolutely right about that, because what we've come to expect in the world that we live in now, that if the happiness doesn't come instantly, that something's not working, something's not right, that, you know, and, you know, it's like we talked about earlier, where the happiness is the achievement of a long term goal. You know, so happiness is more like a TV dinner than it is. You know, microwaving some ramen noodles and thirty okay. seconds later, you got a meal. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And, and but, we feel like these days, I think that if we don't have the happiness instantly, that we give up on it, and then we give up on it. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. I mean, you're sitting there, you know, you're, you're gonna you're gonna cook some meals. It's gonna take an hour to cook. You're starving to death. You get 20 minutes into cooking it, you're like, forget this. I'll have this tomorrow. You microwave something you eat. You're yep. done. No, you're spot on. You're, you're right. Done. Yeah, and I think that that's, you know, from a parenting perspective, you know, that's a responsibility that we have that I don't know that we fully grasp. Uh, 
how that's going to, how much, how important that is to teach those principles or that, just this, this concept we're talking about to our kids. You're, you're teaching against the world, Jamie. When you, it's the right thing sure. to do. Yeah. It's the right thing to do. But that's not the world they live in. I came today, we, we talked about this before. We were so excited about this topic. And Jamie, I, I got a couple, I got, a, I got four tips that I want to share with people on some things I think that are really important. Well, that's, that's awesome because, I'll, I'll you know, the, I mean, they need some action points, right? We need some things to yeah. do. Well, the whole, the whole premise of play-by-play -play is where, where, why I even came to that name is because there's so many podcasts out there that give you, you know, a high level. Hey, this is, you know, they give you some high level uh, expertise, if you will, and I'm doing air quotes, but they never give you the how-to. I, I they don't, they don't get down that. into the nitty gritty. That they, they don't give you the nuggets. They don't give you the playbook, and that's what this whole thing is about. That's that's what that's what I try to do in our episodes is to is to give some how to. And so I'm glad you said that because that that's exactly where we want to transition to. Uh, it's a great segue into to that part of the the episode. Um, is what how how are we going to do this? So okay, happiness and easiness they're not the same thing. How, right. What are some things I can do to really find genuine happiness in my life. Not easiness, but happiness. Right. Right. The goal is a happy life, not an easy life, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So you said you got four things? You got I four do. ideas for us today? I do. And and the number one idea, the thought, like you have to define what your happiness is. Like like even if when I ask myself, like what does it mean to be happy? Like what is well, you know, I, I just I don't want to struggle, I want to pay my bills. Listen, he doesn't want to pay his bills. Nobody no paying bills doesn't make anybody happy. When's the last time you paid one of your bills and you're like, this was the best <laughs> day of my life? Right. 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 So the question that is to get what you want, know what you want. And you know, Jamie, back in April of 2013, I joined the John Maxwell coaching team and John has been a lifelong mentor of mine. He's the world-leading expert in leadership and personal growth, and so much of his stuff has transformed my life. And I remember going to a conference in Orlando, Florida, and I couldn't believe that I was going to get to meet this guy. Like he was like a life hero to me. Right. So, like getting to go to this was like getting fifty-yard uh, tickets to the Super Bowl. Man, I was just like right there, right on the field. You know, there's thousands of people in the room. They're super high energy. They're all growth-oriented leaders from around the world, and it was just—it was such a great, powerful feeling to be there. And the day was going great until one of the sessions I was with Ed DaCosta, and Ed's one of the core mentors in that program. And we were sitting at a table, and you know, Jimmy, Ed looked at me and he said, "What do you want?" So you know, honestly, I kind of froze, and I <laughs> muttered some random bullshit about, "I, oh, you know, I want to help people, lead people, grow." All the, you know, what yeah. really—they were just words. Right. The truth is, Jamie, I didn't know. Okay. Now keep in mind at this time, I'm 42 years old. I'm 42 and I can't answer the question, what do you want? And do you know how that made me feel? That question has so much depth. It's a terribly deep question. But most people live unhappy lives because they really aren't in pursuit of anything significant. They're getting up every day. They're running the hamster wheel. You know, they wake up. They go to work, wait for the boss to tell them what to do. They come home, they make dinner, they watch Netflix, they go to bed, and they repeat their lives. How does this make you happier? Being able to define what it is you really want. Because when you're in a life of pursuit of some significant goals, trivial things don't bother you. 
you know, like right now we're all quarantined. This, this Corona is going on around us. Right. And I'm in my house and I'm locked in. Now there's a lot of inconveniences, but you know, Jamie, I've got some personal goals I've been working on and being at home, it's been great. I mean, it's kind of forced me to trim back some of the distractions. Grant Cardone says we need, we need, sometimes we need to get some bigger problems, you know, because oftentimes we get, we get spun up in the minutia of every day, right? Like little things that in the big scheme of things, if we had, if we knew what we wanted, right. And, and we had a, and we had something that, that we were looking forward to in the future. If we knew what that was, the little minutia wouldn't really matter. It, it's so true. I, things become inconveniences. Things for me that used to be big problems, they become inconveniences. And, there, and there's a big difference. So a big problem consume, consume my time and energy. Sure. Yeah. How many but times do you see people? What's that? Just and the, and the little inconveniences. Hey, mm-hmm. whatever. That's that's it. That was inconvenient. Yeah. If that is because your life is in pursuit of easiness, that inconvenience, that is a big deal. Right. Because you because you're not in pursuit of of something bigger. Yeah. Because if you were to ask, if people were to ask most people, you know that question that Ed asked you, most people say, "I want to be happy." That's right. And and you know, Jamie. Most people can't define what being happy means to them. What became important to me, what I want out of life, is I want to grow. You know, I, I want to be challenged. I want opportunities, and I have to prepare myself for those opportunities. So, you know, recently I, just, I finished up another college degree because Congratulations, I'm Congratulations, by the way. Well, thank you for that. Thank you. I started the program. I started the program, Jamie, December, uh, December 1st of 2019, and I graduated the bachelor's degree program April 10th. Yeah, that's and awesome. How was I able to finish a bachelor's degree in four months? Because I knew the role that that was going to play in a much larger picture. The goal wasn't to get a degree. Sure. The degree was just part of the pathway to a bigger to a bigger target. And, yeah. and that was an inconvenience. That degree was an inconvenience to me. I didn't want to get it. I didn't want to do it. There was a lot of things I couldn't do because I had to go and do that. And, I, and yeah. I think it's, it's the same for you, you know, but I knew in order because I know what it is that I want. I know what I want out of life. I want to be my son's getting ready to graduate from high school in a few years. So for these next four years, my goal is to be home as much as I can to be with him for these last four years. So we'll become empty nesters. So having a job that I can get enough security as far as health insurance and make sure I make it the income that I want to make, but it doesn't interfere with the rest of my life is significant. And it's one of the reasons I've put my business on the back burner because, you know, my business, that's my passion. The Phoenix group, I mean, oh my God, Jamie, like it's been a passion for years, but you know what? It was starting to get in the way of something bigger. And I only have a few more years with my son. So I'm going to do that. We're going to focus on that. And I'll just put it on shelf for a while. Yeah. There's, there's probably, we, we could probably do a podcast putting your, uh, why we shouldn't put our passion in front of our priorities, something like that. Right. Yeah. So that's number one. Step number one, to get what you want, you got to know what you want. To get what you want, you got to know what you want. Awesome. Hey, before we go on to number two, three, and four, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. While we have this quick break in our show today, we want to take just a second to tip our hats to all the frontline workers, all the healthcare providers, all the firemen, all the EMS personnel, all the police officers, dispatchers, all those that are on the front lines that are helping to keep us safe during this COVID-19 crisis. Now, while we all want to get back to 
some sense of normalcy just as soon as we can. We sure do appreciate those that are out there every day doing their part to keep us safe. So from Play by Play, we want to thank you for all that you're doing. All right, we're back. Got Craig Bryan with us today, if you're just joining us. Um, Craig is talking to us about how to obtain happiness. So you're going to want to go back and listen to the first part if you're just joining us. But uh, Craig gave us number one on his list of how to how to find genuine happiness. We're just about to launch off into number two. What you got for us for number two, Craig? Jamie, the second thing that I think helps people is be accountable and take initiative. Stop waiting for someone to discover you. If you want to be happy, that's going to be your responsible. Here's, and here's a really important part. If you're, if you're taking notes on this, your happiness is your responsibility. So be accountable to myself. You're talking about. Yeah, be accountable. You know what? You be accountable. To, you know, be accountable to everyone, right? Like, if, if you have responsibilities, be accountable. And you know, here's one of the things that that I learned, and that is, we are raised from a very young age to conform and comply. You know, this is amplified in the education system where we spend most of our childhood, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know about you, but I spent most of my years hucking through school every day, sitting at the desk, taking notes, and you know. We're raised to believe that there's a cookie cutter template of what an ideal person looks like. And if you don't fit that template, you're in for a very rough life. So basically, our system says if you get straight A's, you can do or be anything you want in life. You can be a doctor, you can be a lawyer, accountant, you can be the president. And, you know, if you get C's, well, I mean, that's okay. They'll still give you a piece of paper for that. But then you're going to be planning on working in the trade, HVAC, plumbing. Look, those are great careers. They're great, especially this day and age. Those are great jobs. But, you know, we start telling kids, you know, at the, at the age of five years old, that they're failures. The system that we're sending our kids in to raise them, they'll put an F on their card. The school system will give your child an F. The community will tell your kid that they're a failure. And you know yeah. what? Kids believe what adults tell them. And if you give a child enough Fs and you tell them enough times that they're a failure, you know what, Jamie? They're going to eventually believe that you're right. And folks, the system we have raises you from early childhood to be a cog in the machine, to fit and to serve, to have a job, to work in a role. And we're supposed to choose this role in our late teens, early 20s. And Jamie, I don't know about you. But I was in my 40s before I knew enough about the world to know that knew what I wanted to do. I still don't always. Man, know I still I, don't. I still don't know what I want to do. I, you know, I, I joke all the time. I'm not sure what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> but you have a lot more clarity of what I want out of life. Yeah. No, I. Yeah. I think. I think to your point, I, I have a lot more clarity on what brings me happiness, and my priorities are completely different uh, now than what they were, ten, even five years ago, even a year ago. But I still don't know what. I know what I want. I don't know what I want to be. But, you know, so like my son Tanner, you know, the choices that we make at this age of our lives, like they put our lives on a trajectory of happiness, success, abundance, or disappointment, resentment, and regret. You know, how, how does it feel to be in a class graduating with a thousand kids in it and all these people in the get and then and you're that and you're that group of kids that made D's and F's and maybe barely squeaked by, just got the minimum. Yeah. That's Gary V. And you're getting ready to launch yourself out into the world, and the world has already told you that you're a third-rate citizen. Right. 
You know, this all sounds so disheartening. And, you know, it can be. But here's the good news. Here's what you can have in order to have more happiness in your life. And number one, unbelieve what you have learned and change your narrative. You're not a failure. You are not a disappointment. And most importantly, you do not have to accept the way that the world defines you. Number two. That's good. That's good. Be accountable for your life. And although we all have challenges in our lives, we have to understand that the choices that we make have brought us to where we are. I know my choices, especially I made a lot of really bad choices early in my life, Jamie. I made plenty of bad choices later in my life too. But you know, when I can look at those moments and I can see those crossroads where I chose to go right instead of going left, I can make changes in my life that'll end up taking me to a different destination. I can't change where I'm at, but I can certainly change where I'm going. I just make a few. No, I think you're spot on on that, Craig. But but here's the thing that I would uh, I would just counter you with is those turns that you made, where we might perceive there were wrong turns. That's who that those are the turns that made you into who you are today. You wouldn't be who you are without those. You know, it, it perceived wrong turns, and that's right. You know, so yeah, I wouldn't be who I am without the the you know the, the stumbling and the roadblocks and falling down and picking myself back up. That's sure. right, and that falls in part of that, Jimmy. I, I agree with that. That's a that's a great point on that. And you know, that falls back into too letting the world define you. I mean, you maybe were you're supposed to go left at one point, you went right, and the world's like, right. oh, you're a failure, and you're like, I'm not yes. a failure. Yes. It was a learning point, right? Right. Who said I was supposed to go right when I went left? Right. That's a good point. And, and, and we learn from that because, you know, I think I think what happens with a lot of people in their lives is they make too many right hand turns and they keep ending up where they started. <laughs> so, so at some point in time, four of them, if we make three of them, we're back where we started. Right. That's right. That's yeah. right. So some people are just running in circles and they can't understand. <laughs> and it's not until you understand where you need to turn left instead of turning right. You can actually take your life somewhere. Different. You know, but it but it may be to what you, what you just said. It may be it's not until we decide that we're not going to care what somebody else thinks. That don't accept the definite, you know, what, how others define you. Yeah. Because they will. Right. Yeah. How many times have you made a decision in your life that was contrary to what the people around you thought that you should be doing? More and, often and sometimes they're right. And, and sometimes they're right. Like, I'm not discounting good counsel. I've called you, you know, many times and said, hey, what do you think about this? Bounce things off you. I'm not discounting good counsel. But also, you know, there's just times when you make a decision because you know it's right for you. And it's not what anybody else would have decided. Yeah. And, and so, you know, number one, unbelieve what you've learned. Change your narrative. Number two. Be accountable for your life. But Jamie, number three, that's take initiative for your life. And as one of my mentors, Seth Godin, likes to say, stop waiting to get picked. Stop waiting around for someone to approve of you and your dream. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. truly up to you to take that first step. Stop waiting. Start today. Start now. You got to take the initiative. And yep. I've seen so many people, they're great employees, they're great workers. Uh, and, and they sit around the office and, th- and then there'll be a promotion and they won't get the promotion. And they're like, I, I can't believe they didn't pick me. And it's like, well, you know, what did you do to have, where was the initiative? Where did you put yourself out there? You got to take the initiative. 
So yeah. here's a fact of life I learned a long time ago, and that is everyone around Jamie is doing what they can to better their own positions in life. And it's like we're all in a giant pool desperately trying to stay afloat. And you know what I realized? No one's going to rescue me. And if I am going to stay ahead of the tide, I better get swimming. So how's all this make me happier? Because when I change my narrative, I get to rewrite my story, Jamie. Instead of being a supporting actor in someone else's story, I get to be the star. I become the star of my life. If I blame everyone else for my failures, like I don't, I can't change you. I mean, you're a great guy; I would change you anyway, Jamie. But you know, I would never. I can't change you. So if right. you're the reason right. I'm failing, then um, how am I ever going to get out of that? Sure. But when I take accountability for my role in the problem, the processes, I can make changes and I can have different outcomes. And when I take initiative, I'm making my time now. And happiness awaits at the end of the goal. We talked about that, right? Happiness is the journey. Yep. It's at, it, 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 it's at the end. But I have to go to it. Happiness isn't going to come to me if I just sit around all day long. It's not going to come to me. That's good. So those are the three things. Be accountable, change the narrative, take initiative. All right. So those three things, that kind of wrapped up. That was all number two wrapped up into three different things. That was good, Craig. Um, so that was some solid stuff right there. All right. So moving on to number three, Craig, um, you mentioned to me that practice, practicing gratitude was, was a way that you felt like we could really achieve happiness. And I, I love that idea of practicing gratitude. What did you have in mind? I got some ideas that probably I can throw in here too. What did you have in mind with that? Because I love that. Well, Jamie, I, you know, we always keep our eye on the horizon whenever we're right, whenever we're pursuing our goals and, and chasing happiness and all these things that we do. But you know, I think it's important sometimes to sit back and think about what we have achieved and think about what we do have, right? Because once upon a time when you were younger, I mean, maybe some job. It's like, well, if I got that job, I'd be happy. Maybe if I bought this house, I'd be happy. Maybe if I married this person, I'd be happy. And we kind of hit that point and we put it behind us, which is good. I mean, you always want to be chasing fresh goals. But I think sometimes, too, though, we need to just go ahead and stop and appreciate the victories that we've had, the battles that we've won, the gifts that are in our lives. And, you know, I, I think that no matter who you are or where you are, there's, there's, got, there's, there's moments in our lives that, you know, that we did have joy and we did achieve and we felt accomplished. And it's so yep. easy in today's day and age, like we're so distracted and we're so always in chase and pursuit of the next thing that we forget just to celebrate what we have. Yeah, I, no, I, I completely I'm on board with that. Just being grateful, like just taking a step back and just being grateful for either the accomplishments, like you said, that you have or what we've been blessed with or even the ability to you know, to, to chase our goals and our dreams and those things. I mean, right now, just given the isolation and the quarantine, um, this, you know, this episode may, may take a totally different turn if we were doing this a year from now, but, but we've got something sitting in our lap right now that almost it, it, in a sense, it kind of forces us to be a little introspective and see what's going on in our life right now. And I, I know that, you know, I've seen a lot of memes run around Facebook, like, saying things like, and I'm going to, I'm going to chop this all up, but it to, you know, it's something like, you know, kids are playing outside, families are eating dinner, people are staying home more, right? you know, blah, blah, blah. And, 
maybe this isn't such a bad thing. And and while I'm not minimizing the, you know, the the dangers, and I mean, you're in the middle of it in the ER. You, I'm not minimizing any of that, but but it does almost force us to stop and take inventory of the things in our life that we can be grateful for. Um, you know, a, a lot of times, you know, we we're moving forward and we 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 hit a pitfall. You know, we we take a step back and you know we almost feel like man what you know my world's falling apart cuz i i took a step back i i hit a stumbling block but the fact is you know we might have taken three steps forward and then one back we're still two steps ahead and i think that that you know oftentimes we miss that you know and we 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 forget to take stock in the things that we have you know you you put out a post uh several weeks ago maybe a month ago about the people in your life that helped mold you into the person you are. And, and, yes. you know, I, I kind of liken that, you know, you, just being grateful for the things that we have being content. And that's, you know, I, I think that's something that, um, and that's why I think you, you know, we need to find joy along the way. We need to practice gratitude, be grateful for the things that we have along the journey. Because like I said earlier, the finish line may or may not ever arrive. And, 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 and I think you said earlier, Jamie, that that line, it changes, too. It changes. I'm, you know what? I'm grateful I met you. You know, life is just the series of turns and, and unexpected. Um, you know, our paths crossed. And, you know, yeah. years ago, uh, we were in different states working for the same company, crossed paths, became friends. Yep. And uh, you're one of my best friends. And you taught me what a grande was at Starbucks. Grande, yeah, because you went to, you went up there and ordered a large, and you got a, a large because that's not how Starbucks works. I, I was so confused. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I said everyone's getting their ventis, and I, I want this yeah. guy get a small cup of coffee. Like it all yeah. costs the same at Starbucks. I want, it, I want the grande. That seems big, like it's grand, right? It, yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't grand. It was. It was not. That was my first was experience with Starbucks ever. Bad marketing. It was really bad marketing on Starbucks part. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know, even being an emergency work, it's scary. But you know what? I'm thankful that I'm working. I'm thankful that uh, the choices that I have made in my life have given me skills and knowledge that let me help other people. Um, it is a really dangerous time right now. It's a very uncertain time. Um, but I'm also I, I've got my son is home now. Uh, schools are canceled. Now, all of a sudden, I'm a teacher, too. But I get to spend every day with them now that I'm home. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, never in my life. I mean, it's always just, you know, everyone uh, in passing, you know, when I'm not working and he gets home from school and he's got soccer and Jen's working at home. And and I just I have a lot of gratitude. I have a lot of gratitude for the time that we're in and this chance to uh, this forced situation where I'm not going out and spending a lot of money in restaurants and I'm not running to the movies. And I, you know what I'm doing? I started a vegetable garden. I've never grown anything in my entire life. And some of this stuff, I think it might make it. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> so, I, so I think, I think there's a lot of, I think a lot of happiness can be found in gratitude. I've talked about this idea of being thankful or grateful or, um, you know, whatever, whatever word you want to stick in there, um, uh, about taking stock in, in, in the blessings in your life. I've talked about that on a number of occasions on other podcasts, 
um, some specifically. I'll, I'll add those to the show notes for this uh, show, and if anybody wants to go back and listen to those. But almost recently, maybe a couple podcasts ago, I encourage people to do just what you just said and take stock in the things that they uh, are thankful for. And uh, I said, I bet you could fill up a whole page. If you sat down and just started writing out the things that you're thankful for in your life, I bet you'd get to the backside of a page. I, I think you're right. I think you're right. So, so I think, I think those things so far, you know, being able to define, uh, define what happiness and define, uh, what it is that you want in life, that's going to help make you a lot happier. You know, uh, the last segment we did where, you know, I gave you three steps, uh, some three things you can do about being accountable and taking mm-hmm. initiative for your happiness. You're responsible for your, no one else is responsible for your happiness. Not your husband, not your wife, not your boss. Yeah. Not your kids. Not your friend, yep. Jamie. Absolutely. Yeah, they can share in the happiness, but they're not responsible for my happiness. If I'm unhappy, that, that's on me. And I think the last thing that I have, one of the thoughts that I had on that, Jamie, and that is, uh, you know, we say yes to a lot of things in our lives. And I think one of the important things that the most important thing to do before you start saying yes is to say no. Because we're too yes. busy. We're already too busy. And it's like, just don't do something. Stand there. And we need to open up places in our life where we have these gaps that we can practice gratitude, that we have the time to get clear on what we want. You know, we hitting a place and and I'm sure, too, this is not if you made a list of of things to get right, because we always have these things that we need to start doing. Well, I'm Mm going to encourage you make a list of things that you need to stop doing. That's good, too. Before you start adding that new workout routine, that new budgeting project, you know, all the landscaping you're going to do around your house, you got to have time. Just like you mentioned before, you know, we're in a situation right now where there's a lot of people got a lot of time. You know, what are you doing to reach a goal or, you know, grow yourself, learn a skill, maybe get something cleared up in your life, get some clarity on your purpose or your values or you know, write some big goals for yourself for the next five years. So where you want to go and that uh, end up helping, you know, make some of these big problems that you have in your life, make them a little more trivial, right? Absolutely. Uh, all the distractions. Uh, and the distractions. This, the, the isolation has, has forced uh, a lot of that. But even still, you know, there's a ton of things that we can still cut out. Um, you know, I say oftentimes on the show, that and it's ironic because of how we share the show is through social media primarily. But oftentimes I talk about how of how much of a distraction social media can be, and uh, you know how we you know how we waste a tremendous amount of opportunity that we could be doing something else, something productive, something towards our goals, something. But we take the easy route, and this really this is kind of interesting that. That we're talking about easiness versus happiness today, because our our bodies are just as humans. We are programmed to take the path of least resistance unless we make a conscious choice to do otherwise. And social media is the path of least resistance. And oftentimes, that's what we gravitate to. It's easy to pick up your phone and scroll through. You know, you think I'm going to check something. I'm going to look at my notifications for, uh, and if there's nothing there, I'm going to set it down. But the next thing you know, 20 minutes later, you're you're you know, still surfing one of the social media platforms. How true But is there's, that? yeah, there's so many distractions uh, that stand in the way. 
and, and I think that those distractions oftentimes to circle all the way back around to the to the very initial point, those distractions oftentimes are us just taking the easy path. You know, Jamie, I know for me, these four things have been really key in helping me achieve happiness in my life, um, chasing the, you know, significant big goals, staying focused on them, you know, uh, knowing what it is that I want out of life so I can focus on my time and energy on things that will help me get there so I'm not distracted. Uh, you know, being accountable for my choices, my, my decisions, having initiative, taking that first step, having gratitude for the things that I have in my life that already make me, have already made me happy or brought me happiness and joy. And then uh, knowing when to cut things out. Like those, those, are, those are four things that I think it, they're easy. They're easy to do. They don't cost anything. None of that stuff costs you anything. It's all free. It just takes a deliberate effort on our part. It takes deliberate opportunity, that's right. This has been really good today. I greatly appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule. I know how busy you are uh, to join us today. Um, be- before we go, uh, I want to give you just 30 seconds to challenge the listeners. You know, give them some Craigism that, that they can, uh, some nugget just that they can take away with them. And uh, we'll wrap today up. But I want to thank you for joining us today, Craig. It has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Jamie, it's always great to talk to you. And I appreciate the opportunity to be on this podcast, to be your friend, and to be able to help your listeners have a little bit more happiness in their life, have some joy. You know, it, it, guys, it's up to you. It can be done. And don't confuse happiness with easiness in your life because easiness, it's not going to bring you happiness. Like the simple things can bring you joy, but I'm going to tell you, like even the simple things can be hard to keep because life's full of distractions and the world wants you to make you think things are easy but they're not it's not easy easiness doesn't bring happiness that's what i got for you jamie man that's good folks that's about all the time we got for you today i hope you enjoyed this episode of play by play be sure to check out all of our other episodes and our two minute drills and you can find all of those by searching for the letters pxp wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also visit our website. It's uh, pxppodcast.com and any of our social media platforms. Most of all, though, I hope that something that was said today helps you to become a better version of yourself. I'm your host, Jamie Yarrow, and I hope you have an amazing day.